God made him simple. Science made him a god. Uh, still a fucking retard, though. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Andy. With me, as always, uh, still a fucking retard, though. Muller. <laughs> hey, well, you got to spend Muller to make Muller. And uh, if you want to learn new things, you're going to need a lot of Muller. <laughs> Typical retard logic. <laughs> Uh, with us as well, still our lovable sex weirdo, Braden. I, I hate making the bed when I get up <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever that has to do. So, guys, I, I, I've learned the error of my ways. Uh, we, we talked uh, uh, back when we had Asterios on the show, and I was telling you guys about um, masturbating in the car and uh, mm-hmm. on the highway, and I, I've realized that that's a, that's a very pretty dangerous activity to be doing. Did you get in an accident while masturbating? <laughs> no, 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 no. I've learned, I've listened. I'm t- telling you a story about how I've, how I've listened to you guys and, and moved on from my way. So yesterday when I was in the car and I, and I got a big erection, um, you know, I just pulled over into an alleyway and uh, masturbated in the back of my car onto a piece of paper and then chucked it and rolled it up and chucked it into the alleyway. So now I'm, now I'm playing safe. Is this a real thing that happened? I, I just told you this story. What, <laughs> what are you are you confused? How long about of a drive? Was, how long of a drive was this? Uh, I don't know, like an hour and a half through traffic too. So you really don't. It was another benefit was uh, you want to let the rush hour move ahead of you, so you just stop to the side and <clears throat> have a good time. And uh, you know, my life's improved a lot based on your advice. You, you just can't wait. Do that, you just thanks. have? Do you just have to masturbate every time a spontaneous erection? Listen, I'm something? trying to take your guys' advice. Why are you getting so many erections while driving? <laughs> what, what does that mean? That's like that sounds like people saying like, oh, you know, I can talk while I'm walking. It's multitasking. It's like you did. You just get erections anytime. Well, generally, it's when you're aroused. Yeah, when I was a kid, I did. What do you mean? No, I was, you you're just, little. You just get Generally, just get generally when it's you aroused or perhaps in the middle of the night, like you wake up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I think you guys but, are talking about the problem of um, uh, adult. Uh, erectile dysfunction, which it sounds like what you have. Because I don't get erections while driving? You should get erections all the time. That's how you know that your testosterone levels are high. Why don't you just, f- you should flick yourself in the balls, just fl- <laughs> and then your boner would go away, and then you can get is, home. Is, and does that it. work? Yeah, man. Is that a thing? I've You'll never feel, heard of that. You just focus, it's like, if, if you're in pain, you just hurt another part of your body, and then you focus on that pain instead. I remember seeing that in Dr. House, because his back is always sore, so then he breaks his hand with a rock to, <laughs> yeah. to, to get over it. Yeah, that's the idea. I think it was, uh, that's Dr. House's advice. If you have an erection, just break your foot. Yeah. Uh, Are you sure it's just not a case because, as we established in the past, you have an inverted penis, and that just, just for a moment your penis has is, becomes not inverted, and you think that's an erection? <laughs> uh, is that what's going on? But I, I think that I think that there's a real problem that you're talking about here. I was I was listening recently to a talk and um, <laughs> With inverted penis. Okay, well, so here's the question: when you when you wake up in the morning, do you have a huge erection? It happens. I not always. I don't know every morning. Sometimes not always. Though. That is. Uh, I was I was listening to this 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 psychologist talk about this, and he said that is your testosterone t- 
test. Okay. You should have a raging heart on every morning, otherwise your testosterone is low. What does this have to do with the driving? Though? Are you sleeping while driving? I'm talking about how much testosterone I have, and that's why I've got boners yeah, while I'm driving. The more erections you have, yeah. the more testosterone you have. I don't, I don't think anyone's going to buy this. I don't give any <laughs> testosterone. Yeah, yeah, no, this is this is legitimate science here, man. Maybe if, it's all the testosterone building up because you sit down to pee, and the testosterone's just completely backed off, and it's all backed <laughs> up now, and it comes out while driving. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's how that that's how that no, that's not how that really works. So. I'm pretty sure it's exactly how it works. Well, anyways, speaking of all the testosterone I had, I got accused of being a Nazi again this week. Oh so, no, uh, that was any amount of testosterone these days will get you that. So. <laughs> any amount of testosterone. So, a buddy of mine. Th- I love I, I loved in this conversation that I had other li- like I had a bunch of liberal people defending me being like yeah okay, that's when is, you know it's bad that's when you that's when you know someone's getting really up in arms so let me let me set the stage so a friend of mine had posted uh, on his Facebook this is another this is another one of my hundred comment Facebook stories where <laughs> I don't know why this happens like every three months or something I post something that I don't think is gonna be anything at all and then I, I go to work and I come back and there's like a hundred comments and people have accused me of being a terrible person I'm like, I wasn't even involved in any of this I don't even know what's going on it definitely has to do with this a certain type of people that are in your friends list because sometimes like I've post I don't post a lot of like crazy things because I just don't want to deal with the crap but every now and then I'll post something that like if you had posted it I think a bunch of people on your list would freak out but nobody really responds on mine like a while back I posted something Along the lines of what we were talking about uh, when uh, the great sitting down to pee debate came up when I said uh, we should redefine the, the term fag to mean <laughs> someone who sits down to pee rather than gay people because gay people don't deserve it, but people who sit down to pee do. Right. Uh, I posted basically that, but a shorter version of that and like no real response, but I think if you posted that, right. I think that'd be, right. it's the type of people on your yeah. list. I think that and it pe- might just be you have a lot more It might be that people consider me to be... A mildly sincere person. Could be that. Too. That that's probably the difference. They just don't know how long you've been hanging out around me. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so a friend of mine posted. He just said, "Whatever happened to the hipster question?" Uh, so, in my mind, I didn't realize that this was that this was some, some. I have no idea what that even means. Yeah. So, I guess I guess what it means is people. It's I think people are saying, or some some of these very tiny minority self. Uh, professing Nazis are saying, you know, whatever happened to the Jewish question, which is which Jewish is Jewish problem. Know, the is Jewish problem or question? I think it's the question. Okay. I think it's the Jewish question or whatever. So, anyways, he said this, and I and I just thought in my head, I was like, that kind of sounds like a little Hitlerish. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't realize that it actually was really <laughs> Hitlerish. I just thought, I just thought, oh, that kind of sounds like that. So I said, well, whatever happened to the final hipster solution? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I like. It's just to, really funny. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't even think it was that funny, but I just, I it was basically dad jokes right you it's know, a sensible chuckle style joke. it's a sensible <laughs> chuckle yeah that's a great <laughs> yeah just a little you're, just not, a, you're, not, you're not holding your belly or anything no 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 it's and it's no knees were slapped it's how da- you know how dads make jokes though where it's uh, I don't I don't know if I've I've brought this up before but you go uh, oh you like the band Queen and then dad goes oh yeah Bohemian Rhapsody Wayne's World and then like like they just follow this trail to some movie uh-huh. quote or something and it's like mm-hmm. that's not really relevant to what we were talking about at all <laughs> it's this keyword relation where you say any keyword related to I don't know Star Wars or Indiana Jones or Joe Dirt or whatever movies dads like, and then they, they can they can find a way to just pull it back yeah. to that. And now now they're joking, just like that wasn't what we were talking about about at all. Like, I, don't, I don't even. Yeah. So so that was basically the the style of joke. Um, right. 
So, uh, well, hold on. You're selling yourself a little short here because uh, he then, at least on the picture you posted, he then replied to that to your comment saying something like, "Oh, I don't know how I don't know." He said, "Wow, you really made my joke explicit, man." Yeah, so it's basically saying it's like, "Oh, you've kind he of made, just, made this." He was being tongue in cheek. Oh, was he? Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but but. So those that might not have been privy to, to him being tongue-in-cheek, you'd say, oh, it's like I might have to delete this. I'm not, not comfortable with the comment or whatever. And then you said, I'm sure you have it right. I said, uh, sorry, I was just having a gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say this. I think it's been clear if anyone, for anyone who's been listening for a long time. I do not like to compliment you. It is not, my, it's not, <laughs> not in my MO. I don't uh, think you like to compliment anybody, really. <laughs> that might be true. Maybe. Um, <laughs> You'll do but it. I will say that was dynamite. <laughs> I got it was funnier than the first thing you posted. It was funnier than the thing that he posted. The other thing, like your initial reply, top top notch work. There. Yeah, within sixty <laughs> seconds, uh, he goes deleting this. So I uh, so I quickly took a screenshot of the whole thing and then posted it on my status where he couldn't delete it <laughs> and then and then tagged him in it so which I thought I thought was really great so uh, and then that and then that spawned which is really funny because on his nothing really happened uh, mm-hmm. and then event and then he deleted it um, and then uh, as soon as I posted that on mine on my maybe this stuff uh, falls into your theory here because as soon as I posted it on my Facebook this thing exploded like yeah. all of a sudden, people were very upset Just by it. Side, how many, like, how roughly how many like friends do you? I'm doing finger quotes. Uh, friends pr- you have on your Facebook? Probably like a thousand or something. Mm-hmm. Like nine hundred. Yeah, see, I think I'm lingering around like two hundred, oh, maybe okay, slightly yeah. less or whatever. So maybe it's the number of people, but there's definitely like people on your list that are just all sorts of people yeah. come to mall. <laughs> all sorts of people congregate. What was the when you? It's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> no, when you reposted it, what was the caption? Did you put? Busted or something like that. I, I just said deleted. Deleted. Okay, yeah. It was deleted. So, anyways, so a few people were just kind of kind of chuckling or whatever at a few things. And this one girl that I knew from from when I was a kid, uh, she got real upset by it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so that most of it's de- most of it's deleted because her or someone else. Uh, she's like, Andrew, what the fuck is this? This isn't funny, and if you're not careful, people are gonna think you're a neo-Nazi. And as <laughs> that so, doesn't take much these days. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was I was at work, so all this stuff was happening. So eventually, this comment thing spiraled out. This some girl goes, uh, I don't I don't get it. Like, what's what's the what's the big problem with this? And she goes, Well, let me explain it to you for a second, and then goes on to do this recap of the whole joke. See, see Michael made uh, this, uh, this thing <laughs> talking about the whatever happened in the hipster question. That is a reference. And then she like goes into Wikipedia articles oh, and is like, so is do it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, it's, it's, we talk about how explaining a joke makes the joke not funny anymore. This is yeah. that times a hundred. It's it couldn't be any less funny after you've explained it in this way. Uh, so then that's referring to a Nazi thing, which is uh, referring to a Holocaust. Then Andrew replied, "Well, sorry, I was having a guest." That's a reference to the chambers in the Holocaust where they would gas the Jewish people, and like like it's just like oh my gosh, like this is the worst. Who's this more is- annoying, the person? To explain it, or the person who actually didn't understand? I didn't the even. Joke. Get, I didn't even get that Jewish, the Jewish question thing though. Like I, I realized that right. I, I, I kind of got it after. But it's. But this is the thing. It's like I, you know, you make some innocuous dad joke or something, and it's like you fully knew what you were doing. Like you weren't. You weren't yeah. just noticing a pattern and and kind of patterning it. It's just. 
I like I think the the argument is and the popular argument about inappropriate jokes like this, especially jokes referring to race or whatever. Oh yeah, that is that it. Uh, it's inappropriate to even joke about it or reference mm-hmm. to it because it 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 creates an environment that normalizes racism. And I like that to me is some kind of insanity. Well, this think, is the same. You think a joke or a reference, like someone will see a joke about, it's like, oh, I was just having a gas, like a reference to the <laughs> gas chambers or whatever. You know, not the most tasteful joke, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. That someone, that someone, a normal person is going to see that and be like, hmm, maybe gassing a whole fuckload of people isn't that big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's you'd not have such to, a You'd problem. have to be some kind of like sociopath or psychopath, which I think is... Like it's something like one to four percent of the population is a sociopath, so it's most people are not. Is cap- it that high? Really? I think it's like one. It's it's debated. Well, uh, but okay. so you would ha- But either way, you'd have to be in that sociopath thing to just be mm-hmm. a relatively normal person working an office job and two kids or whatever, and then see a bunch of those kind of jokes and be like. Yeah, I'm okay with just executing a bunch of people. Yeah, what the hell? Based on how they were born. The the thing about it is that this this I don't know what to call this culture, right? Peterson calls it the postmodern neo-Marxists. Yeah, I just use the left. I know it's all it's all over general oversimplification and generalization. I don't know what to call it, but I think it's just I think it's university liberals. Is that a good term? The internet liberals. Internet liberals. I think it somewhat transcends liberals. I think it's just in general an outrage culture, but I think that outrage culture really, for whatever reason, appeals to liberals. Because right. you can see some of the same out, like, yes. like outrage culture is pretty good. Yeah, I, I think Because you can see term. some of the same hysteria coming from the right, like assuming that everyone who's liberal is... Well, that's what is, I want to talk about, because there's a lot of outrage on the other side, too. But yeah. I, I think the liberal side tends to... They just gravitate to outrage more, I think, to, to the point, to the point just, where they're it's like... It's the pendulum swinging. The, that's what it is now. Yeah, yeah, but to the point where they're like... Uh, berating their friends for making a joke that they didn't perhaps care for. But th- but this is this is they've just become the conservatives now. Oh, absolutely. Because this is the exact same st- I, normalizing it. Like I, I remember growing up, oh, gay marriage and uh, and and uh, seeing sex on TV and stuff. They're just normal. Like these are the same arguments that I heard from conservatives yes. growing up. The pendulum's just swung in the other yeah. direction, and you're just as conservative and constrictive. Uh, probably actually a bit more. It's mm-hmm. funny. I was having. A very similar conversation with my boss uh, just the, just yesterday, actually during lunch, um, about how I thought, and he's quite a bit older than me. Uh, I thought it was weird that like my generation, because I'm technically still a millennial, but I think I'm kind of an older, like me and you, Braden, are kind yeah. of older millennials. Yeah. Um, I thought it was weird that my generation, the generation that grew up like playing violent video games like Mortal Kombat and whatever, mm-hmm. and throughout all of that, I remember seeing arguments that you know these this kind of uh, violent media. Uh, is just normalizing violence. It's going to turn kids violent. And anyone who played those video games knew that wasn't true. And then it really became a big thing with like Grand Theft Auto and, and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I always thought, yeah, like anyone who is playing Grand Theft Auto and you beat up a hooker with a baseball bat and, <laughs> and then gets the idea like, you know what, that, I could probably try that in real life. Like, <laughs> like there's something, like that's not the video games. There's something mentally ill about you that you can't separate a media mm-hmm. of any form with the violence. But there was all this conservative backlash against violent video games, and, and it's been different things over the years. It's been rap music, it's been violent movies, it's been heavy metal for a time. Like, there's mm-hmm. always like some form of media that gets. That, I think that got that conservative backlash growing up, and I always thought like, growing up, they're gonna disappear because once my generation. Uh, it gets older and whatever, because we're just going to be like the fuck, fuck you, old man, get the hell out of my way. Just like dis- disrespectful to everyone, like that Wild West uh, internet culture, uh, like early internet Wild West culture. That's what I thought it would be. And it's very weird to me 
to see the opposite happen that that now it's like the conservatives are not the wild west people and the, or, or, or sorry not the super prude people and now it's my generation that are the super prude <laughs> right. people right it's like a, yeah it's like you're saying it's like a complete flip it's very bizarre i, yeah. I would not have predicted that uh, 10 years ago yeah it's weird ten, they're ten like conservative liberals almost I, I don't even think it's li authoritarian cuz i think liberal. that we're all left of center like i i i know i am i think we're all ex Definitely extremely socially liberal in terms of like uh, how we interact with other people and whatnot and what we expect of other people. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the authoritarian side that I have a problem with. It. I don't have any problem with like, oh, you know, standing up for gay rights or, you know, don't treat transgendered people like shit. No, I'm all for that. Like, I, I, I like... I'll allow it. I like... I like <laughs> I'm the type of person... Do if you want to go ahead. <laughs> I'm the type of person do whatever you want. It's none of my business. I have... Like, my whole philosophy in life is mind your own business, pretty much. It's the authoritarian side of the Libertarian. I, it's the authoritarian side of the, liber, the modern liberalists or whatever that I don't like. Yeah, I, I, I do really like this... Uh, this normalizing thing, though, because she 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 went on to say, um, oh, "Okay, uh, well, you better stop." Like like it was this very feigned concern, and and it's like, "Oh, well, you better not say things like that, otherwise Antifa's gonna fuck you up." And she, <laughs> didn't, she did she did not say it that way. I remember she said she said it uh, much more. It felt like she was supporting you getting beat. The f yeah, <laughs> right. She said, "Well." Uh, He's gonna if he keeps talking like that, he's gonna get his he's gonna get fucked up by a bunch of antifa or whatever. And it and it, she didn't say that like to speak out against antifa. It was very much like in support of that. Right, right. And I thought that is so like you're so you see Mueller as a Nazi or a fascist or whatever. I, I'm gonna point toward the fascist side of it, uh, but you're totally okay with him getting. Uh, quote unquote fucked up to, to stop him from saying the kind of things he's saying. It's a very fascist and it's like, always these, way to go about things. It's always the exact same argument every single time and it's like well you shouldn't do that and they say well what about these people's rights that you're oppressing? It's always the exact same thing. Like You're it's, not oppressing anyone's rights by saying a thing. Yeah, well, what now Jewish people, like, I think I remember saying oh, Jewish people are going to want to stay home instead of going out because of, because of the types of comments that you're yeah. making. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, like, really? like who what made, you, aren't, who, aren't Jewish people, like, most of them, like, when you look at the Fortune 500 companies, most of them are Jewish, like and the CEOs also, and whatnot? And also for, like, I probably still is, but for the longest time, like, the comedy scene was just dominated just, by, just by like, Jewish yep. I like it. It's, um, it's hardly an oppressed also, minority at this who made, point. Who made this bitch the president of Jewish people? You know, like, like she's this <laughs> well, ultimate... she's not Jewish. <laughs> but you know what I mean? No. Like, she's speaking for all of them. I'm sure there are quite a handful of Jewish people that would have seen your, your Facebook comments and not liked it and been offended by it how, and reacted in whatever way, but there's probably a bunch that would see that as funny. Like, it's just a funny play on words. Yeah. As someone uh, who recently found out I might be Jewish. Uh, I am not offended by this. Yeah, there you know we what go. I mean. Like you can be the king of the Jewish people right. for us. Like, now like, we can talk about all the Jewish people on their behalf because yeah. you have some that, of that in your blood. That's how it works. Yeah, this out. this broad is speaking for all Jewish people, saying you can't do this because it makes Jewish people feel uncomfortable. But you're speaking for all of them. Like some of them are going to ref. Are Maybe we can get a Jewish person to just to chime in here, just one. And they can be the they, and they can be the president of Jewish. <laughs> people. And they can be the president of the Jewish yeah. people. Uh, you know, I'll be I'll be the president. I'm the I'm the German here. I'll be the president of all the Nazis, and I'll speak for all of them. Nazis uh, love Jewish people. 
See, I just changed the whole culture just now because I can speak for Thanks. I can speak Thanks, for smaller. Yeah, yeah the, the way she said that with the you getting the, the punched in the face or whatever was like she said it in a way that you deserved it and like almost like she wanted you to. Yeah, get it was. Hit. It's it's a vicarious threat. It's yeah. like, well, I'm not actually threatening to do that. Well, what are you gonna beat me up? Like you're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, duh. Like, yeah, I was reading through that thread and laughing through most of it and slightly annoyed through the other comments. But that was the first comment where I read it and I got really mad. Like, I, I actually got pissed off. I was like, who does this idiot think she is? She just wants to hurt people that make jokes. I would argue that she wants there to be Nazis more than someone who makes these jokes wants there to be Nazis because they, I, I see these people right, as right. people like they want a villain. Like she wanted you to be a Nazi. Like she wants that kind of villain to point at so so that she can uh, stand up in front of everyone I mean, and say, I'm against that person. Like, But you're just making a joke. It's like, you're not a Nazi. Maybe, you're, maybe you have an, an, a, a bad sense of humor. Well, no, someone she wasn't calling me a neo-Nazi. She said someone might think you're neo-nazi and she said that a lot but what i'm saying is like i think <laughs> i think she wants nazis yeah totally but she can't get nazis so she has to get mad at someone who it's like well what you say might normalize nazis it's like she wants yeah, a Nazi have, in her life but she's not getting it i so mean you're the new nazi the, thing, in her life. the same thing happens uh in in marketing and selling is like well okay well i want somebody to buy this product from it it's like well it's a thousand dollars okay well maybe i'll sell them a five hundred dollar product and it's like oh it's still too much well maybe a hundred dollar product maybe a seven dollar product you keep scaling it down until you find something that that person can can buy and then maybe they mm -hmm. trust you and they buy the bigger product later uh that's a very common marketing it's called a downsell mm -hmm. um and then after you do the downsell you can do the upsell later so uh it's the exact same principle where it's like well there's a thousand dollar product. oh there's no nazis here so it's yeah. like okay well what about people who are kind of like nazis yeah. it's like mm -hmm. okay well we don't got any of them either yeah. okay well let's uh let's cut that down in half again and it's like well what yeah. about somebody who you know it sounds like they're making a joke about Nazis. Okay, uh, let's cut that uh, down again. Yeah. I can't find too many oh, of those. Uh, that guy's white. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might, he might do. Yeah, <laughs> what about somebody... Now, and so now it turns into uh, the $7 product is the Nazi sympathizer. Yeah. Which, what does that even mean? And it's like, well, it means that you didn't denounce them as much as I did. <laughs> and it's a, so you're a Nazi sympathizer. And it's like, what does that mean? Like... <laughs> like you should be able to ask me. Like, do you yeah. think that? Uh, do you think the Aryan race should be uh, the prevalent race? And I should have to be able to say yes for you to say that I'm a Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> yeah. like if I say anything else, it's really like, oh, I guess he's not. And it's like, well, you don't get to choose what your identity is, though, because you even, you just make innocuous comments and we'll categorize even, you for you. Even, so <laughs> yeah. this this might be a horribly offensive thought I just had, but I couldn't have it. Like, <laughs> like, let it out. Is it like even just for sake of argument, even if you were a Nazi sympathizer, this day and age, how big of a problem is that really? Well, this I'm not <laughs> defending Nazi sympathizers, but Andy. like real life Nazis, it's it's like. There's like in something, like something, in something. I think in the states, there's uh, not that this represents say all Nazis per se, but the KKK is like ten thousand people. It's very small. So yeah. in a population of three hundred and fifty million ish, roughly, like ten percent is statistically speaking zero percent. So it's like yeah. you are not you're a sympathizer toward zero percent <laughs> of the population. Like, like yeah, it's like you're kind of sympathizing towards something shitty, but is it really going to explode this ten thousand people with no political or military power yeah. whatsoever. Uh, so this is this kind of brings me to my to my main point about in, about all of this. 
<laughs> when when Hitler came to power, they didn't know that they were Nazis then. Exactly. Like the people weren't like, oh yeah, I'm going to vote in these Nazis who will do the Holocaust. Yeah. They they didn't know that they were doing that. He was just a persuasive person yeah. who who you know their their money wasn't worth worth very much. Like the condition, there were very specific conditions in place uh, that made people kind of desperate. And it's like, okay, well, I have a solution for you. So how? If Nazis come into power again, they're not going to be called Nazis. Yeah. They're not going to be saying, "Oh, I'm a Nazi." Yeah, it's like, like it's like the people now who are self who are self-identifying as Nazis. There's like, a zero not, percent chance that yeah, those people no, right. will come into power. You're it, right. It, it, like, okay, here's a nation that has literally been taught that someone called a Nazi is the devil since they were born. Yeah. How is that person going to come yeah. into power? Are you kidding me? I'm not saying that there couldn't be. I think far far more likely is this uh, conservative leftist yeah. uh, outrage culture is going to be the fascist. Uh, regime, if that it's going to be any kind of political party that gains some momentum, that also has some, that adopts some authoritarian tendencies, and then they're going to build on it. And that would be my opinion. I don't know. I'm, I don't have a lot of political science uh, but if, background. So if you are talking to somebody, really and, have any background? <laughs> really, if you're talking to somebody and they're calling you something, and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. What, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, no, that's not what I am at all. Like, like. Y- that's a surefire way of knowing that they want you to be the villain. That yeah. that they're that they're creating mm-hmm. that basically out of nothing. So, dude, there's more. I just looked it up. There's more albinos <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs> than there than there are like KKK members. That is like, amazing. The Nazis are are unicorns, uh, basically. <laughs> and it's like, well, how can you make you know? Jokes and all are fine. This is another comment that I had seen. The jokes and all are fine, but when we have people marching down in Charlottesville for Nazis, I think it's inappropriate. And it's like you can just say that about any joke yeah. now. Like it's like yeah. dead baby joke, like that. What fourth graders make? It's like you know, dead baby jokes are funny and all, but in a time when babies yeah. are being malnourished in Africa, and it's like that's all the time. Like yeah. there, people- there's no safe time for this. What are you talking about? It's fascinating. <laughs> to me people who base seemingly their entire political opinion on like clickbait journalism because those types of like the Charlottesville story obviously it was like a big thing but those are relatively speaking isolated incidents those that's not rampant like that's not constantly happening on every street in the states most of the time it's very peaceful and whatever but then there's these cases where something happens and of course the media is going to jump on it for I'm not going to get into media exploitation all that sort of stuff but it's just they want to gin up ad revenue so they're going to attach themselves to the stories that get the most attention you shouldn't base your entire political opinion on just those stories. That's insane. So, like, anytime yeah, someone tells an offensive joke, well, what about Charlottesville? It's like, what about this? Yeah. Yeah, well, what this about one the- isolated incident, which you know has its own discussion merits and shouldn't yeah. be, shouldn't be ignored. But you're gonna like. But it's never the discussion about be, it. We it- gotta be walking on eggshells for the rest of our <laughs> lives because of this one isolated incident which wasn't that many people again all those no it like, was like a couple hundred of people who, who traveled from all over the states because it was a big again, deal to them again zero percent like, of the population it wasn't a yeah i mean yeah, i guess that's not really a valid argument to be like well the elton john concert zero percent of the population <laughs> i guess no one likes elton john <laughs> like it's okay i guess that's not totally not saying that that no one likes them it's that the idea of a political movement taking over and becoming like a, a fascist regime requires more than just the Elton John fan base. Yeah, and I don't think people are really buying into it. No, either. I, like, well, I think there there's a small, very vocal minority of people on the internet that are that are 
But there's, you talk to most people in real life, and everyone's like, yeah, everyone just needs to calm down a little bit. So yeah. let, me make my, let me make my argument for why I, I think that this outrage, this leftist outrage, university outragers um, are actually very, very conservative. Because uh, the, the idea with conservatism is it's people who believe um, uh, they're not really, they don't really like new ideas too much, right? Like they, they like things the way that they are and the idea of the liberal person is that they're much more, uh, they're much more open to, to new ideas. Um, and, uh, and I mean, it's a bit broad. I think isn't conservatism just like conserving the values that built the nation? Isn't that sort of the idea? Yeah, like the old ideas that work, yes. right? They're saying here are the things that work let's 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 stick with the old ideas yeah. like let's let's like it's and it's generally and more importantly i think it's generally it's it's closed minded right the idea Absolutely. is like okay well here's what works i don't i'm not open to new things and then the liberal <laughs> person usually underemphasizes what actually works and then they but they're very open to <laughs> new ideas um, and and this and this case is it's like there, oh, he's got the stick for kind of saying like. You gotta throw it like a javelin. Yeah, you gotta just throw that stick like <laughs> a gotcha. javelin from across the table. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought in, on what I was saying. Um, <laughs> they're not open to new ideas at all, though. No. Right? It, it's it, the the idea is you are this, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna get in an argument with you about why you are this, and I'm definitely not open to the idea that you might not be a Nazi even when I'm talking to you. So it, like, to me, it's a very closed-minded, very, uh, very f uh, a funnel towards my only valid point of view. Yeah, like I said earlier, it's very the, conservative. Only, the only yeah. issue I have with all of these things, like if, if, if you make a joke and someone accuses you of, of being a Nazi sympathizer or a Nazi or whatever, Whatever, like that's their right. What does that even mean? It's, their, it's, it's, the, it's the most ridiculous insult I'm ever. I'm fine with them having a dumb response to that that I don't <laughs> agree with. It's the authoritarian side of them that they want, that they are trying to argue that you shouldn't, uh, that they shouldn't have to listen to any argument you or any response that you have to make. Like they're just trying to basically silence you. I don't want to use the word censorship because these are just people on the internet, but it's just their, their authoritarian ideals where it's like, well, Nazism is bad, and and I think and and just by not just by like you're either with us or against us sort of thing. Uh, so another very conservative are, thing, by yeah. the way, I heard growing up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so if you are not with us, then you need like that. Anything you have to say needs to be shut down. That's the part that I have an issue with. It's completely the freedom of speech side oh. of the problem. They can say whatever stupid Marxist shit you want. I don't personally <laughs> care what it's your. You know, right to have that opinion, uh, but it's the authoritarian side that I think is the problem. Um, that reminds me of uh, a, a very conservative conversation I had um, at a church one time. We and should we should make this quick here. About no, 30, I'm not 30 making minutes. I'm not making anything quick. Made this a reference to movies. Damn it, Mueller! This is, you can't. You can only use the stick for likes. <laughs> Trying to get the show moving along here. Um, so I remember getting in, in an argument with a pastor about whether listening to System of a Down was a sin. Oh, <laughs> and and I, remember, I remember talking to them, and I, I think I was just, I think they have that song, Violent Pornography, which is basically... It's a sin because they're Armenian, right? Yeah. Are they Armenian? Yeah. Gross. No, so, and I remember getting into this argument because, I mean, really, this, this, I, this conservative campaign against media equals... 
your morality. Yeah. And it's like it's like oh you saw you watched a show with a swear word in it and oh well that's not that's not okay. And you really have to you really have to whitewash everything you listen to, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, and I remember I remember talking to him about like so say that say that song they have violent pornography and it's uh, and it's a sat, it's kind of satirical and it's basically the message of the song is that uh, there's a lot of shit on TV that's bad. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, oh, that sounds like the same message that these this conservative yeah, pastor that I'm talking to. It's like the same. It's the yeah. same one, but they deliver it in a, in a message. What's the lyric? Everybody, everybody, everybody fucks. Everybody, everybody, yeah. everybody sucks. So he's <laughs> just taking, just cherry picking. Yeah. Just, cher- just, cher- just, yeah. just cherry picking it and whatnot. And and I remember saying that it's like, well, but the message is kind of pretty much in line with mm-hmm. with your morals. So listen, I listen I pastor idiot. Do listen. you not understand what satire is, you <laughs> yeah. dumb fuck? No, no, I don't think he's ever <laughs> So heard he of said it. it was a sin because System of a Down sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he gave you a list of real metal bands to check out after. So yeah, that's, that happened? that's how that conversation <laughs> went. Um, and I, so I remember getting into this discussion and he goes, well, you know, well, they're not Christians, so, uh, and, <laughs> and the, uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, so they're, for uh, the it's enemy like Dwight, uh, yeah. of my enemy of my but enemy, but the friend of my enemy, but yeah, but my. the friend of my <laughs> enemy, yeah, and, and, and it was this exact same argument that this, you're, if well, if you're not with us, then you're against us, and it's like, what does that even mean? Like you're making a very specific argument and and pulling this onto yeah something. It, it's it's like man, that is that is the loosest connection ever. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe uh, maybe we just need to get more metal bands on with these uh, conservative liberals, and everything will get fixed. Just get them to listen to metal. Okay. Uh, so let's move on. Get it. To, <laughs> let's move on to our, our most, most hated. hated movie ever of the week. Most greatest movie ever. Of most the week. hate. Sorry. No, most hated movie. Don't don't be an idiot. Of the week. Uh, Lawnmower Man, starring James Bond, Goldeneye James Bond, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, The Uh, chef from uh, Planet Terror, the barbecue chef. chef. The barbecue chef from Planet, whatever that means. Uh, Pierce Brosnan (laughs) also stars of such great movies as Great Owl. Gray Owl, sorry. Yeah, uh, Miss Doubtfire. Uh, No, he's not the star of Miss Doubtfire. He's the the stepdad. He's He's an awful British stepdad. Yeah. Star star of Dante's Peak. Yeah, another another great movie. He played uh, the volcano. Yeah, he played the <laughs> volcano and he boils that grandma alive in that lake. His name yeah. was Dante. Dante. Uh, so, the lawnmower man. In a in a, the it's 1992, in a and virtual reality is upon us. Uh, we we are very we're timely gonna, movie. Yeah, very very about. timely movie for uh, 1992. Now now in 2018 when VR is actually becoming a yeah. thing. So they they were really looking to the future. VR was a big thing in the 90s though. That there like, was a the lot of talk. Of yeah, the idea yeah. of it and talk about it. And uh, I think they tried to get something going. Like that's where the Virtual Boy the, came. Yeah, from. the Virtual Boy. I never got to play the Virtual big Boy. Big old flop. I did. It was at. Uh, there's a local video game store. What the Microplay? hell is that one? Microplay, yeah. yeah. It's, it's gone now. Uh, there's a local video store here in our is town. Is it red, red and black? Like the screen? Yeah, I yeah. remember seeing the commercial for They it. had a display one. My older, it apparently makes you really dizzy and it's terrible. Yeah, my older brother worked at this game store and they had one on display. And we used, I used to just go over there all the time. And for a while they had one on display and it was just crappy. Like it was just, it's not even, it, I don't remember it making me dizzy. This was a long fucking time ago, by the way, but... I don't remember it making me dizzy, but it was just really weird. Like you mm-hmm. had to set it up on a table in front of you because it was on a stand. Like so it, it didn't strap to your head. You had to. Oh, you it put was your on, face in it, right? Yeah, it was on like a stand that you would like hold your face up to. Yeah, that's weird. But it re- but it rested over your eyes, much like the VR goggles that you see nowadays mm-hmm. do. 
And then it wasn't like VR. You couldn't like turn your head and look around. It was just two different like line perspectives. Like there'd be like so it was more like 3D. Yeah, kind of. Not even 3D. It's more like like parallax scrolling. If oh, got you. You'll know what that means. I don't. I don't no, know. Par- how would you easily parallax scrolling that? is when you have multiple layers that move at different yeah, levels. Yeah, so that's so, exactly so what it was. The, the good example is if you're in uh, Super Mario, you're running along, and in the background there's some mountains. But the mountains are not moving as fast as Mario's running. They're moving slower because they're further away. And, and it that's gives what a, you'd expect. Gives a perspective of distance. Yeah, that's what a parallax scroll is when two items scrolling at different speeds. It was essentially that. I'm sure it was a bit more complicated, but that that's the what it's the easiest way to compare it to something else. So that's what it was, and it was it was awful. But yeah, that was an example of the the VR craze in the the, the 90s. VR craze in the '90s. We also have uh, movies like Virtuosity. Yeah, there was. Mm-hmm. The, there was also just lots of movie references to the idea and yeah. TV references to the virtual reality. So, onward. It's, it's the age of VR and also the age of retarded lawnmower men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, what happened? There was a lot of retards mowing lawns. Yeah, a lot point. of retards mowing lawns in the '90s. So what ha- So, so we. So Stephen King got an idea when he wrote this short story that led into the Lawnmower Man movie while drinking, probably. Yeah. Yep. What happens if you combine retarded lawnmower boys with VR? And he wrote a story about it. And they, be- <laughs> they become superhuman? Yeah, they become that superhuman is the answer. The natural <laughs> progression. So uh, Dr. James Bond, uh, Pierce Brosnan, uh, scient- VR scientist, <laughs> uh, straps in the local retarded boy, Job, into his VR machine and gives him a bunch of drugs. And then Job uh, becomes superhuman. First of all, he gets muscular. Then yeah. he gets better looking. No, he was muscular before the VR. Uh, okay, because he was mowing I all those lawns. I think they, they might have yeah. accentuated. It, if that's a word, if I they think they accentuated more it. after, but he, they showed a shot of him when the priest was whipping him, <laughs> yeah, his shirt off, and he was pretty ripped. So the poor, the so. poor local retarded boy is being abused by everyone. He's being abused by the the mechanic guy down at the gas station, by the priest who lets him live in a shack out back. Uh-huh. Uh, he's being abused. Did he get abused by the father who the abusive father guy no. as well? No, no, but that his father, buddy did. Everybody yeah. craps on Job. And uh, and but not not when he's in the VR world. And then something miraculous happens. After living in the VR world and getting smarter and smarter, he brings the VR world to Earth, uh, and is able to control matter in the real in the real world. So he goes on a killing spree, killing all the people that made fun of him. Uh, and then uh, he finally gets into the mainframe at the very end, so he can spread his semen. All across the world, and across nothing, over 5,000 databases, as he says. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and, then, uh, and then, the, then the movie ends. So that's, that's the good, <clears throat> that's, our, that's our summary. So uh, this movie is directly a result of affirmative action. So after the political correctness... Didn't affirmative action come much later? It's, it's, it's a 90s it's a, thing. It perce- it? Yeah, it's a yeah, 90s thing. Early 90s, yeah. It's... After the political correctness, big movement of the 80s, they said, you know, we, we got to get all these minorities on the, you know, on the stage. We got to get black people up here. We got to get Mexicans. We got to get women these jobs. And then they said, we definitely need to get a retarded guy on the front stage of one. And that's, and that's what this movie's about. We need to show the world what a retarded guy can do 
uh, acting in a movie. You're giving Stephen King a lot of credit here, saying that he was adopting any sort of like real-world parallel to affirmative action, when really he was probably just on the fucking bottle again. Yeah. No way, Writing man. It, he saw, he read something about virtual reality, and was like, oh my, my God, let me, let me get out my bottle of gin and think about this for this a while. movie definitely has a huge agenda it is a leftist's wet dream but but the problem with it is is that just like everything that the that the radical left does trying to uh you know just force things into happening force language into happening and mm-hmm. uh uh, it just totally backfires and insults retarded people even more than if they had just <laughs> left them out of this stage. So first of all, the premise of the movie is, well, we, this guy's retarded, so we better make him smart. So it's like, oh, okay, well, that's, that seems pretty insulting. Why don't we make the movie about a black guy? And it's like, well, in order to improve his life, we'll make him white. I think we had a product for that on on the show uh, recently. So a little I, bit of a stretch, but yeah. all right. <laughs> so yeah, they just they, it just totally backfires and ends up being far more insulting inadvertently, of course. So mm-hmm. yes, we've gotten rid of our discrimination against retarded people. Of course, the mechanics shouldn't be doing that. We're gonna have to kill that guy and show our revenge for him. Uh, and then uh, the, all, but all they've really done is evolved their discrimination to be more of this intellectualized discrimination where. Uh, yeah, so you know, we really, we really value you and your uh, and your land. How? Oh, let's do the sweat lodge together. And uh, and of course, they're insulting them the whole the whole way inadvertently. So um, that's really what this whole movie is. is. It's just it's just a big slap in the face to retarded people. And and on top of everything, the whole message that they're trying to give about. Uh, you know about about how we can escalate and uh, evolve the retarded kind. There's never been a better argument for retard abuse in this movie because all the best scenes are the ones where everyone's making fun of Jove and yelling at him. Oh, it's hilarious. I don't know. When he gets his revenge, it's always hilarious. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and Not intentionally. So. And, yeah. And as soon as you give a retarded guy any power, he just starts killing everybody and doing bad things. <laughs> what kind of message is this? It's like they, sending all the wrong messages. It's, it's a perfect example of the road to hell being paved with good intentions. <laughs> now, are you sure it's that... And are you sure it's not just Stephen King going home at night and saying, speak to me, Brother Rum, speak to me. Speak. <laughs> like, just hitting that no. bottle and then looking over at some <clears throat> news report about, is virtual reality the next uh, big thing? And so, sniffs back, <laughs> just smells the top of the lid of that bottle and says, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. Before we give him too much credit, Stephen King, mm-hmm. um, do you want me to quickly tell you guys what his actual story was about? I would like to, because I, I was uh, going to okay. point out it somewhere in there that apparently he heavily disowned this movie because it yeah. was nothing like his. It's uh, so different that he sought legal action <laughs> to get his name removed, and he had to do this multiple times. However, it's safe to assume that whatever his version of the lawnmower man was, when he was writing it, he, he was, was he was hitting the sauce pretty hard. That is, Dude, that is I, say Stephen King, still. instead of suing people, he should just put a campaign <clears throat> out and on his website there's just a drop down that says uh, stories I wrote that I disowned. Yeah. <laughs> you can go, there's The Shining, there's yeah. The Lawnmower Man, there's The Dark Tower movie, or whatever. I, don't, I don't know what else hey, he hates. Hey, Stephen, you stupid fucking idiot. Maybe you should stop selling the rights to your books if, they, <laughs> if you always like hate how they're being adapted. But no, you probably you know, you, you need more cash to buy more rum. So he wants to have his cake, and he wants to have his rum, and eat it too. So the um, the short story, real quick. The 
main character is funny. Is actually his name's Harold, which is the name of the abusive dad in the movie. Oh, in nice. The actual movie. So uh, it's about a guy whose lawnmower breaks. I guess one of his neighbors' dogs chased another neighbor's cat into his lawnmower or something. Okay. And he's been too lazy to go buy <laughs> a, a new lawnmower? lawn. Yeah. So he, his his lawn gets too overgrown, and he's. He just, I guess, put off mowing it. I don't know why we have all these details. Uh-huh. Because so it's Stephen King. Because yeah. Stephen King. <laughs> the bottle was speaking to him. And he, he calls a like a landscaping company or something to come mow his lawn. So the guy shows up, specifically mentions he's a very pot-bellied man. And he Is shows he up and he, they, they start talking and he's like, yeah, okay, sounds good. He's Yeah, he's not retarded. Um, so he goes to Is sit- there anyone retarded in the in the No. Shows? Is there any retard oh, really? no. virtual reality? So nothing. Oh, so he really? goes he's not even <laughs> virtual like reality. No. So he's sitting <laughs> Are there any a, monkeys? No. So Harold's sitting on his porch just reading the, the newspaper and he hears the guy mowing the lawn mention the name of like this little Greek goddess, uh, Circe or something, and he kind of gets a weird feeling. So he runs to the backyard and notices the guy just sitting there, uh, the, 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 the lawn, the, yeah, the lawnmower is pushing itself. It's being controlled like telepathically or whatever. And the pop belly guy is following it on all fours, eating the grass clippings that are coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets, awesome. he gets really like tripped out by it. So he, and then he sees a lawnmower de- deliberately go after a mole and kill it. So Harold gets all antsy or whatever and faints. And he wakes up and the lawnmower guy explains to him that, uh, I guess this is a new lawn mowing method that his boss did, and it—I I don't even know why. <laughs> Again, this is, it has substantial benefits and all this stuff, and they base, they sacrifice customers who don't agree with their methods, and or who don't appreciate the process is the words he uses. Uh-huh. So they um, sacrifice them, or they just murder them. They, <laughs> pretty, I think they just murder them. So uh, after he's quite unnerved. So the. Um, as soon as the lawn's being done mowed, uh, Harold goes and calls the police. And then as he's trying to call the police, he's interrupted by the lawnmower, um, the lawnmower man who reveals his boss's name is Pan, who's another, like, Greek, mythical, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the lawnmower chases him through his house and catches up to him and kills him. And then <laughs> it says when the police arrive, they conclude that he was murdered and dismembered by a schizophrenic sex maniac. <laughs> As they leave, the scent of freshly cut grass hangs strongly in the air. So he's Back just like to the this sex lawnmower stuff. man's serial killer? Yeah, yeah. I guess it's this company that uh, is heavy into Greek uh, mythology and they eat grass and they kill their customers. I, it's so the stupidest it's story. It's also retarded. Like yeah. It's, yeah. Man, they must not have a lot of word of mouth yeah. keeping their business going. I know. <laughs> but I, I, love, I love that the police specifically were that he was dismembered by a schizophrenic sex maniac. I'm like, Stephen oh, King's a, such a pervert. Always back to that with him. Always you got the kid those. orgies. Always talking wonder, about masturbating you got in the car. Banging and... old zombie ladies <laughs> in bathtubs. I wonder yeah. at what point the, the giant cosmic turtle over space turtle overlord came into the yeah, I forgot about that so good the anyway. short story sounds pretty great so the uh, no the movie those. sounds way better there's no monkeys there's no virtual reality in the movie come on yeah so come the on. movie the movie opens up that there's this monkey in virtual reality in this lab hey before we go on, speaking of monkey business, let's get to yeah. some gremlins. Oh, that's right. Still going strong. That's right. Gremlins never die. That's right. I'll take it away. You're supposed to say, take it away, Braden. Take it away, Braden. Thank you. My gremlin this week is. 
Croquet Gremlin. Croquet Ooh, Gremlin. I know exactly. Came which, out. This one's been on my radar for quite some time. Yeah, <laughs> I've been thinking about. I've been. Uh, I've been <laughs> meditating on the Croquet Gremlin yeah. for quite a while. It's been on my. It's heavy on my heart. <laughs> Muller's being accused of being a Nazi, and I just think, what would Croquet Gremlin do? Like I'll tell you what he'd do. He so in the in the bar scene, the one we reference all the, the time. The first, bar scene. The first one. Um, about halfway through the bar scene, there's they go to the pool table and. And there's tons of gremlins just surrounding mm-hmm. the pool table, just cheering, you know, during their thing, drinking, smoking. Uh, it uh, pans over to a gremlin, just the, just just the legs, the lower body of it, holding a a croquet mallet. I don't know where he got this from. Again, an and, adorable size, a gremlin-sized yeah. croquet mallet. And normally in croquet, yeah, you have a big mallet, you had a ball, and you hit the ball through like these weird shapes. And in, in this yeah. case, he's got a smaller mallet, and he's using the uh, the pool pool table ball yeah. as his croquet ball. He nails the croquet ball into like this huge stack of beer bottles, and they all break and whatever fall over. <laughs> is it like a pyramid of? Is it, it, so, yeah, they're sort of stacked, and just it's just a whole pile of them. And he boom nails it, and it breaks them, and everyone's just like woo, and then that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. So is that whole segment just that you guys like gremlins? Like that's really the only appeal to that whole segment. That's what I get. It's that everyone likes just how much you guys like gremlins. We would lose all of our ad revenue. By you guys, do you mean everyone? Everyone on earth? You're saying this just all the guys. Yeah. The, all the people with good taste in That's the world. That's true. So, probably guys. So the movie, the Lawnmower Man movie starts out uh, with this monkey in VR in this VR lab military thing. I, I, I want to get the, the context right for this the, monkey it's thing. It's the greatest uh, movie intro sequence of all time. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, I, so we first decided to watch this movie a couple years back. And we've, we've referenced in it in past episodes about how we would always watch uh, forgettable 90s movies. Mm-hmm. And we picked this one thinking, yeah, it's just a whatever. Long, well, it used to play on TV, like, I remember, too. Yeah, I, I just remember, like, I remember seeing it from my childhood, but I couldn't remember anything about it. So, obviously, the forgettable 90s uh, mm-hmm. title was perfect for it. But what we found was it's not really, like, it doesn't deserve that. It actually deserves to be pretty high up on the list of uh, So Bad It's Funny Movies. Because yeah. it is absolutely hysterical. And when people talk about So Bad It's Funny Movies, I never see Lawnmower Man enter the equation, but it deserves to be up there, I think. It's and mainly the premises that make it funny, too. Like, so it's, good it's, it's not. Funny. It's not most of, like, a lot of So Bad It's Funny movies have really poor delivery or something like that. Uh, no, it's, it's not really that. It's just that no, every there's, premise no, there's, is bizarre. I disagree. There's, it is partly that. Because it's it's partly to do with the uh, proselytizing like the '90s ideals of what virtual reality and the internet were. Yeah, that's a premise. It's partly that, but it's also the execution of it is hilarious. And we can even start with this monkey intro. Uh, the monkey intro. The monkey intro is hilarious. I just mean wow. there's not a lot of weird. There's not a lot of weird line deliveries where it's like, oh, yeah, that's such but a... Yeah, there's some hilarious scenes, and we all know... Yeah, yeah, fun. that's what I'm saying. It's the premise of the scenes themselves. But the thing is, so, movie opens. Mm-hmm. The basic idea mm-hmm. is there's this research, whatever, facility. They say it's it's privately funded, so it's some corporation or whatever. Uh, and they've been experimenting with VR, and they've been strapping them to monkeys, naturally, and one uh, gets loose. And the, the intro scene is the monkey escaping from this facility, and it's incredible. So the, the monkey 
is wearing, I, I guess, well, what was his VR headset? It's in the VR, and it's doing this weird VR first-person shooter thing in there, and they give the monkey drugs to make him smarter so that he can... Yeah, it's, so it, <laughs> the whole, I, it's weird. Already, the execution is weird. So their idea of VR being used to enhance uh, mental capabilities is just uh, making strapping, them play strapping a VR headset to a monkey and making him play Quake or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we're like really upgrading his yeah, intelligence. It just shows it's the him, evolution. It just shows him playing like some really early, early 90s CGI like version of a first person shooter. The closest the CGI looks like is Reboot, the, the show the show for But the it kids. doesn't it's still it's worse. It's definitely worse than Reboot. Yeah, uh, it's it's worse than Reboot, but just with some of those terrible textures that are just mm -hmm. these weird Fractal textures, I don't even know what to yeah. call them. They're just super bizarre. So Monkey's breaking out. This is after he's he's out of the VR thing, but he's still wearing this weird helmet, which I don't know if it was meant to be the VR thing, but it's it's like equipped with uh, like that thermal vision where he can see through walls. And it's very clear. Heat. This is just a Monkey Robocop. It That's looks, all it is. I never picked up on that the first time we watched it. He looks we, exactly we like Robocop, night. but a monkey version. It looks like... He's got uh, the visor. It looks like a monkey cosplaying yeah. as Robocop. He's got, yeah. a, <laughs> it's, it's he's got like a diaper on, That's too. what it's it like is, a Robocop man. diaper. But it's, yeah, it's not a regular diaper. It's, it's like a, a metal weird one. metal diaper. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, this This is a huge departure from the original story. The, the This is a rewrite in the original version, which I think, by the way, is one the greatest failure of the Lawnmower Man. The original version of this movie was just monkey Robocop. That's what it was called. <laughs> and and the monkey's supposed to escape, and then he goes and gets into all sorts of hijinks and shoots guys' dicks off and stuff. And they eventually rewrote it to be the story with the retarded local mm -hmm. retarded boy Joe. But I think I'm pretty utterly convinced that this would have been an, a box office slam. It was just if called this, Mon if Robo they, Monkey Robo Robocop. Robo no, Robochimp. Robochimp. Yeah, Robo oh, that's Chimp. pretty good. Yeah, no, um, I like Monkey Robo. I think the original title was Monkey Robocop, but so, Robochimp is better. I think it falls in, it, this is a good example of where it falls into the so bad it's funny category because this, the way they, it's already silly, like what I'm talking about, but their execution of it is just, it's incredibly funny. It has two different types of like monkey visions. One is like you see what the monkey's seeing and he's got that visor on and he's seeing like the thermal heat or whatever. But then there's another camera that looks like, it kind of looks like a GoPro strapped to the top of the monkey's helmet. But so you can still see the top mm -hmm. of the monkey's head as it's kind of bobbing back and it's forth. It's like a puppet whatever. master view of, uh, yeah. you know, or Chucky, right? And it, the camera's right behind their head. So you just see their hair, but they're bobbing yeah. around down the hallway. But then the monkey, who's again, he's become very intelligent from playing Quake in VR, uh, who goes up to one of the security guard, grabs the gun out of his holster, and blows the guy's brains up. And while, like, just before he does it, it does like a, it, it, it cuts to a shot of the monkey's face, and he does like, I don't know how, to, it's gonna be hard to describe, but he does like this head tilt thing, like, towards the guard, like, it almost looked like some kind I think of. It's like, a nod. It's kind of a head, a quick head it, nod. It, it, it's what I would imagine like a gangster doing while just just about to execute someone. But it's a monkey dressed up like Robocop. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's so. Damn Again, this funny. is another part of the affirmative action plan. We need to get the minority monkeys on the screen. And, uh, Humans aren't enough of yeah. any any subculture of, of or any type of human isn't enough of a minority. We got to go. We on, have to go to we have to go to, to other species yeah. now. Yeah. We well the chip the chimps are there's a wage gap 
between the with the yeah. chimps. <laughs> they're making zero dollars. Uh, <laughs> we're making all the rest. Yeah, there's a huge problem. <laughs> massive, hundred percent. There's and uh, there's not fair representation yeah. of chimps. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, again, uh, they're they really. They're they're really trying. I see that they've got good intentions. Unfortunately, they kill the monkey five minutes into the movie and just blow him away with a bunch of machine guns. So well, that's five, yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Well, see, that's on. So we ended up accidentally uh, downloading an extended edition of <laughs> Lawnmower Man of all things. Yeah, if you've seen Lawnmower Man, we're going to talk about some scenes you may not have seen. This is some exclusive yeah. content. The original, it just shows him escaping, and I think that I don't remember anything else regarding he just the escapes, monkey. He yeah. just escapes, and they're like, "Shit, well, we don't have anything to work on now. Let's let's find the nearest retarded boy and strap the VR to him instead." In the extended edition, it shows the monkey who finds Job, who's the retarded boy, the Lawnmower Man. And and he hides in his shed because Job lives in a shed <laughs> on the at the church I think yeah uh, yeah the really pastor weird. the 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 priest has taken him in <laughs> thrown him in the shed he's thrown him in the shed but then so this this uh, this corporation comes with their goons because uh, they operate like a military yeah it's uh, weird. And and they they call out the monkey and they end up just like twenty of them with shotguns and, and assault rifles just gun this monkey down, which was great. That never should have been cut from the the original. No. Oh man, it's it was awesome. like an additional half hour. The great monkey extended subplot. Yeah, because <laughs> well, I I really think that that's what the whole movie was going to be about, and they just kind of cut it to the retarded. But they, I I guarantee you they have tons of footage of like monkey oh, scenes. They have scenes. So there's um. I want to. I'll tell you about the scenes as we go. I don't want. I don't want to just gloss I do, over them. I just don't want to undersell our dedication to this podcast, though. This extended version is like forty minutes longer than the original. Yeah, it was yeah. almost two and a half hours long. We suffered. We because so we booted it. We booted it up. I, I downloaded it, it that version because it was a Blu-ray version. I thought, okay, all the things said on the download was 1080p. I was like, perfect. That's mm-hmm. what. I, that's what. Because the other the other version I had downloaded from a couple of years ago was a DVD quality. Um, and then I, when we started it up, I could see the timing. It said two hours and 20 minutes. Like, two hours? How the fuck? <laughs> this is a, like some just shitty write-off movie from the 90s. How did, how did it go over an hour and a half? That was like two hours and 20 minutes? Even if it was getting close to two hours, I could have seen that. But 220, that's like a fucking modern superhero movie. That's, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. Then we looked into it, and yeah, I had accidentally downloaded an extended edition. The director's the dir- cut. Not an extended, not an extended edition. edition. It was edition. the director's This cut. is what the director thought yes. was the best, and it was j- mostly just boring dialogue. Other than the monkey subplot, the extended and, monkey and subplot. And every one of those dialogue scenes, I just went, it didn't even go in one ear and out the other. It, just, yeah. it just deflected off of me. I was like, I might as well have not been watching it. 40 like, extra minutes, and of it... The monkey sub, the extended monkey subplot was the only interesting. You mean part the of core it. monkey subplot? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, my, yeah. that's my what mistake. the movie was about. I misspoke. Um, that's only like what, maybe twenty minutes. It's probably twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, then the other twenty minutes is just nothing. It's just, I think you can actually see the cuts because they're really unpolished. They didn't. Yeah, the they, color. Didn't, they didn't correct them or whatever, uh, and it was clearly just cutting down scenes, like establishing shots that were too long. So if they're showing, they're the kind of panning across a cafe they're in, instead of it being a a 10 seconds span, they, they, for the theatrical release, they would make it a, like a three second span. Because it didn't need to be 10 seconds to establish the cafe. Tons of stuff like that. And that, I think that was the only thing next to the monkey stuff, the monkey business, uh, the good stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. They could have, 
<laughs> we need, we're, what did you say? You're going to make the, the lawn mower edition where it's, it's the fan edit where <laughs> yeah. we just we add the monkey subplots to uh, the original. To the original. Yeah. But everything else all. is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you forgot to mention, so you mentioned that all these goons show up and blow this monkey away. Yeah. Well, the, why did the goons show up? Because the priest went out to the shack to check on the retarded boy, uh, and he looks in the window, and he sees the monkey there. So he hops in the phone, and he says, there's some kind of weird animal here at the church. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's a monkey, idiot. <laughs> like, he didn't know what a monkey looked like. <laughs> I can understand why he's shocked. Like, what the fuck is a monkey doing here? But his yeah, description of some kind of bizarre, otherworldly creatures <laughs> has, has shown it, up. It's a monkey. <laughs> yeah, it's, it just shows this guy hasn't been exposed to much. I think it's, well, maybe it's a... That's again. The liberals are at it again, making fun of the priests. These priests don't believe in monkeys because uh, yep. they're predisposed <laughs> to not believe in the monkeys. So, uh, so we should get on to the. I want to talk about the cougar <laughs> lady. Oh, the lady! Yeah. There's so many. See again. This is what makes this a great. So bad it's funny movie because there's all these little bizarre oddities sprinkled throughout. It's like what we're about to go on describe this cougar lady, which is exactly what you think it is. Uh, <laughs> it's such a bizarre little thing. It's not part of the main subplot, but it's this little thing that was just sprinkled throughout the movie among other weird <laughs> so, oddities. So once once the retarded boy Job starts getting smarter, starting to get he's been strapped into the VR and. Play, Into the play, VR sex sex plays, seat plays a lot of Quake. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> yeah. The, so the doctor who's letting him use all this VR to make Doctor Dante, Doctor Dante's Peak, Doctor James Bond, <laughs> Doctor Brosnan. Um, he has his basement is just full of sex swings. All these wheelchairs. It's all these. So again, one of the funny things about this movie was the '90s ideas and ideals of what virtual reality and internet is, and their whole. What they were thinking virtual reality is in this movie, like he has all these kind of chairs for different scenarios, like one that you kind of lying down on, sort of like a massage table, mm -hmm. and you're flying or whatever. And there's this other chair that is like hanging from, it's like a normal looking sort of like a cheap looking lounge chair, but it's hanging from the roof. For no reason. There's no reason for it to be hanging, and it kind of well, no, swings it and it has sways to swing back and forth. Because when he's in the virtual reality, it's like those amusement park rides where you don't go on a ride, but you're in. You're just looking at a screen, but then the seat moves to, to, to simulate of. that you're. The, to but, simulate that but you're. But this in swing seat wasn't doing that. It was just a regular seat hanging from the roof. Right, like but they clearly, were trying to just imply it somehow. They didn't do a good job because it just <laughs> came across as one of those like weirdo. Sex swings? I don't know what they're called, but like <laughs> someone gets strapped get to them swing. and then the other person walks up and bangs them. Like that's not what weird. it looks like. That's nothing, nothing that weird thing? about that. Yeah, yeah it is. Of course that's a thing. That's a thing. All right. What are you, <laughs> retarded? What have you been doing? I don't go to yeah, playgrounds that often. Even the retarded boy in, uh, in uh, The Lawnmower Man knows about those. He hasn't been going to the right playgrounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so all, he has all these just weirdo chairs that are meant for virtual reality. Yeah, they're and, super and kinky And it's in his, in his creepy basement. There's all this... Smoky basement. It just gives <laughs> a bad vibe that the that, that doctor... The whatever the Stephen King alike in this movie, yeah, uh, is he just has all these weird well, sex chairs. And, and his and girlfriend, shit. who is really mad at him for spending all his time in the VR, she comes down. She goes, "Virtual flying, virtual falling. What's next? Virtual fucking." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's she's, what she's the chairs for, yeah, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so as Job starts getting smarter, 
um, he's at the gas station and, and the, the local uh, widow cougar lady uh, shows up. Widow cougar hottie woman. She's not even that old, really, but she just has the, uh, the same kind of veneer as that cougar type like she's lots of money and just looking for some action from some stud right yeah so then so she starts so she starts hitting him up and he and he's and so he goes yeah you know me i, I mow your lawn and she's like you're not yeah. you're, again <laughs> i hate to compliment a muller but that was a pretty spot on lawnmower <laughs> maybe that's not a compliment maybe you <laughs> feel good, good, good about uh, that. yeah you sound real like you a real a, retard you, right muller, you do a very good job of speaking like a retard have i ever told you that before <laughs> um so he uh he, so he she's like no you're not you're not my lawnmower guy my lawnmower guy's retarded. Like you're, you're clearly a, yeah. a good-looking guy. And he, he looks pretty much the same. I think he just combed his hair finally. And he was he, wearing no, jeans. No, he just put on a different, different she, like pair of shorts. <laughs> that was it. He no, he was wearing tight. he's wearing tight jeans. Remember, she looks, she sees his ass in the mirror. All right. He's just yeah. he's just more kemptly dressed. Is kemptly a word? Kempt is. Kempt. Yeah. So Kemp. he doesn't and say he doesn't say anything like oh dressed. well I was retarded but now I'm smart now. Well no because he, the doctor and honestly the writers thought of this the doc, oh, doctor Dante he said yeah you can't let anyone know for some reason. <laughs> yeah so, he says don't let anyone know that you're not retarded anymore. In the doctor's, in the doctor's world this guy who's getting smarter and just more. Uh, mentally functioning, he still has to walk around pretending to be a retard. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, so, so he doesn't tell her that. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I was your local retarded boy, but now I'm not. Mm-hmm. He goes, no, I'm. Yeah, I'm the guy who mows your lawn. She goes, but, but the guy who mows my lawn's retarded. He goes, yeah, that's me. And then she goes, <laughs> well, why don't we fuck? <laughs> yeah, she was. She immediately. Jumped onto oh, yeah. that. Yeah. So then they just start having sex, and 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 uh, it's like, well, I guess she, yeah, I guess she was like, she seems like a really nice lady too. Like she's like, I think her husband's dead or something, so she's probably yeah. they implied that she was a widow. She's probably a you know, rich she's, widow. She's lonely. She doesn't treat anyone nasty or anything in the movie. Like she's not some nasty lady no. or anything like she's that. She's just promiscuous. She's seemingly bit, promiscuous. She's just horny because her husband's uh, but dead. But not even see like Job's the only one she bangs in the movie that we see. Yeah. Yeah, it's it like no. She seems to really like him by the like by the end of the movie. Be, but before she accidentally dies in VR, no, she what happens? She oh yeah, he brings she gets her covered in, in virtual cum. Right? Yeah, she, he brings her into the. <laughs> talk about that later. <laughs> he brings her. Obvious I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this plot right to its end, and we'll do the characters separately. So uh, so they're they're having sex and whatnot, and then as Job progresses in the virtual reality, he goes, "You got to come into the virtual reality world with me, so we can have sex there." Um, so, so he brings her in and, and, and I remember watching this weird animation and I was like, how is this better than just having sex in real life? Like there's nothing, it, <laughs> it looks terrible. They're just hugging I and think... licking and then they, they, their bodies combine and they become a dragonfly. Remember the, the dragonfly? Oh, yeah. It's fly really around. weird. The sexiest of flies, as, <laughs> as I've said. If someone's <laughs> trying to think about what would be great about virtual reality sex, it would be about throwing your, A, I don't think it would involve two people because two people yeah. just, just bang in real life. That There's nothing that computer's going to make any better about this. I mean, yeah, no. I got to think about this. What what would be, like, I guess, so what you do is you, I'm trying to think about what is the proper application of virtual reality If you reality don't have sex. a partner so and you have you're... an ugly partner, but you both put on VR and then it puts other people's faces yeah. onto you, <laughs> but it recreates yeah. your bedroom it's so it looks identical, weird. but they just have a different yeah. face. VR, you... VR porn, I think, I think everyone can understand the, where it appeals to certain people, but the VR like a couple thing, like what are they? Why don't you just it bang? makes sense to me. Unless if they're, they're like two, yeah, like two. If veg- they're a f- apart, 
Like if if they're that, if, one like mi- if one of them's like a thousand miles, if one of them's a thousand miles, or if away. it was like two like bedridden hospital patients or something. Sure, like, sure. Somebody who or, or incapable. Yeah. If Mueller, your partner, isn't uh, needs to gain like a couple hundred pounds, <laughs> yeah. you can just imagine <laughs> them the way VR. bigger. Yeah. But the, the thing VR is, so the, as, as you were getting at Mueller, like the virtual world that they have that they bang in is not doesn't look anything like real it's just these very it's just a bunch of fractals it's like a <laughs> it's like a frame of human beings like they're clearly computer generated they're not they're like clothes. silhouettes yeah they're like yeah like little like manic, like 3D animated mannequins. Like right. They're nothing. So if you're Elijah Wood in Maniac, then you put on the VR headset. So the girl you're sleeping with just looks like a mannequin. But then it gets yeah. weird, and they like mold together and become a dragon, a virtual dragonfly that's flying around. And keep in mind, there's nothing. They, they just have a headset on. Right. There's, there's, they're not yeah. actually. There's, there's nothing. Well, they no, can't actually a, touch each they're other. They're in a weird bodysuit. It doesn't seem. It's not like they have like something strange. They don't explain genitals. that no, the bodysuit does anything. Well, they're also we should point out they're in like those weird. What do you call them? The gy- they're a, they're, they're a Da Vinci uh, superior man machine. You know the 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 one where the guy's got his yeah. legs and arms spread and and uh, they just put you in that and then it's holding you on around. to this yeah this weird thing that's like spinning around. But what is that adding? Like how does that? I don't how understand. How does that replicate like tactile response in or any touching way? somebody or having sex yeah, with them? I don't. I, I get how it could replicate maybe falling or, or moving on a roller yes. coaster. Um, makes no sense for that. Uh, so then, uh, then they start, uh, then, then Job turns into some weird monster yeah. and then she starts getting scared and then she's like, stop it, take me out of the virtual reality. And then he virtually comes on her and then he... Well, she becomes, it never like shows like Virtual jizz spraying on her, but she almost seems to like melt. Like, yeah, she's again, like this, is the, she this is, is the like vir- melting. Like this she's is got the virtual liquid person, and goo on her. But it just looks like she's like covered in some kind of goo and stuck to the virtual ground. And it's like, did he? So he just he just jizzed virtual jizzed all over. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Here? <laughs> and then uh, I thought they were supposed to be dragonflies. So then he grabs her out of the machine and and he's like, I'm sorry, I got carried away. And then now she's retarded. Her and brain mentally. is like completely fried. How her brain got fried just from being in a VR headset. I have no. Like they didn't inject her with any drugs or anything. I guess it could. No. I guess it could go along with him get starting to get powers. Uh, yeah. And you know, he maybe. Mulches, but he they, yeah, people. they didn't paint that very clear. So, anyways, the cougar lady gets her just desserts. <laughs> uh, yeah, she didn't. Yeah, she so, got it good. And then we got Mechanic Man, who hilariously. So he's just. So are we are we are we going through all the deaths? Here? I'll go. I'll go through a few of them. Yeah, I think uh, the most notables. Uh, Mechanic Man. Uh, he's just this guy. He's just this rough-looking biker guy. He's not even guy. really a mechanic. He's just a gas station attendant, really. Yeah, he doesn't really do. We don't much. see him do anything. Sharon changes but pump your gas. air filter. I think he fills up the cougars. He goes, uh, "I fill up with trans fluid. Yeah. No charge. <laughs> and that's the only thing. The yeah, only, that's the yeah. only only work he does. So a way to win, a, um, win over a lady. So they're down at the <laughs> local uh, smoothie shop or chocolate shop or whatever, and uh, you know where where people get their milkshakes, and then. Uh, he just runs up to Job and goes, Aah! and starts screaming yeah. at him and scaring him. He's this, just is, a, just, this is back when he's still he's retarded, just right? Just in general, just a, just a jerk to Job. He just he always calls him, what, dim-witted or slow-witted yeah. or something like that? Yeah, he bullies him. Oh, that's, so, that's okay. Um, but so when Job finally gets his powers, he meets him at the gas station So we should, we should point out in all these deaths, Job just kind of, he gets more and more powerful and more and more crazy, I guess. Yeah. He, and he starts to attack the people who he's... 
who've wronged him. He's but he's possessed by the ideology of VR. I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, they don't really VR point out. is the new world. I think there's some quotes, you know, I've seen God. I am God. And he's yeah. he's, he's definitely the, he power tripping. Original title of this movie was Cyber God. Right. Mm. Again, you give a retarded guy some power and this is what happens. <laughs> is so did they just have a script that was called Cyber God? They wrote and, so they, and, and and strapped the Lawnmower Man title to it? Um so it was originally called Cyber God. Make a lot more sense. New Line Cinema though, they already had the rights to Lawnmower Man. So what they did was they combined minor elements just the lawnmower. Of the lawnmower. Just the lawnmower. Basically, basically just the lawnmower, yeah. That's it. That's, That's the only amazing. element that he mows the lawn. Yeah. So um, that's pretty great. Yeah. So <laughs> I then, support this. So when so when he gets to get you know get his revenge, he uh, he uses telekinesis to to restrain the guy with uh, with the gas pump hoses. Oh yeah. All so the sound you, effects. Those yeah. are so funny. Like <laughs> like the typical yeah. cartoon whip sound. Yeah. Very much. And then uh, and then he and then he goes into his brain like, just by looking at him. Like he's just focusing on him. And uh, and then a vert and then there's a a big 3D version of Job's head and in his mouth a is a horrible is a, horrible looking 3D a horrible looking 3D version of his head and in his mouth is one of those rotating lawnmowers the the circular ones like the the push type like the mowers. push type mowers mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's in that's like his whole mouth and and, it's, and his whole mouth it looks like he it looks like you've taken a bi- a big corn on the cob and just stuffed it into your mouth widthwise so it's stretching your mouth. To left and right, yeah. except and then now it's turning because it's mulling. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then there's uh, another disambiguated brain, which is the guy's brain. And then he just comes in and mows the guy's brain in this. <laughs> it's in this so thing. good, incredible. It Again, looks so bad. This is where this movie deserves to be lumped into the so so bad. It's it's good because that scene, the first time we saw it, we had, we had no idea. We thought this was just a forgettable night. It was definitely movie. less impactful last night because I was already expecting. Yeah, because we knew mm-hmm. it was coming. But when that starts to happen, you're like, what? What the fuck? This is so weird. This, he's got a lawnmower mm-hmm. mouth and he's mowing through the guy's brain. Like, try to describe that to someone. Like, you're pitching this movie and you describe that scene. <laughs> You'd be like, what? Get yeah, the fuck out of here. It's totally bizarre. So, uh, I think the other notable death, I know there's a few, but the uh, one of the best scenes in this movie, like I said, they didn't do a very good job uh, at. at at spreading the message because the funniest scenes were the ones where all these people are getting abused. And so yeah. Pierce Brosnan's looking through his window at his neighbors with some binoculars. And uh, so he's just got this, this, this nuclear family, you know, a wife and a kid and a, and a dad. And, uh, and so he's just watching the dad just like slap his wife into the wall. Yeah, it's and, great. Like, <laughs> there are several scenes throughout this movie where people are just watching this one neighbor, like looking into his window or watching him pick up his kid and just abusing the shit. Like just like his... like he's just like punching him and like the kid like, like very falling. very clearly. It's not like you see him shouting and you think, oh, you don't know what he's, he's got to discipline about. his kids or he's, something. Yeah, he is clearly like slapping his his wife and choking his son and, and <laughs> grabbing him by the collar and smacking him up across the forehead it's like clear physical abuse and everyone's just watching from afar kind of shaking their shaking their oh there he goes at that again shame we can't do anything to stop this (laughs) nobody does anything nobody can do anything except for job except for job job stops being a retard and gets to action yeah he so he he takes his uh lawnmower and then blasts the lawnmower through the guy's door. We should say that Job, even before he was a super smart VR quake guy, uh, he had, like, he was good at building stuff like and fixing things, he said, and he had kind of built himself this very high-powered lawnmower. Right, yeah. Uh, 
and when he takes revenge upon this uh, guy who abuses uh, his family, uh, he just, I think this is, this is made perhaps the only relation to the short story by the sounds of it. Cause he's, right. he starts telekinetically controlling his lawnmower and chasing the shitty dad through the house as the lawnmower is somehow, I don't know, maybe Job was powering or whatever, but this has now become the most ultimate high-powered lawnmower of all time. It's like <laughs> shredding through furniture and shit. Like, lawnmower it wouldn't be able to do No, it, just, it would guess, just get caught up, like, very you know, quickly. Just a little string would... He had, he had virtual powers, so yeah. I guess it can do that. So it's just chasing this guy through his house as it's, like, shredding through couches and, yeah, ripping through a door and just disintegrating the coffee The door just explodes stuff. like there's C4 <laughs> yeah. on the other side it's of the so wooden great. door. <laughs> just splinters everywhere. The guy finally has an opportunity, kind of jumps off the couch and beelines it for, out, out like, his into his backyard. Yeah, down the back stairs into yeah. the backyard. And the, the lawnmower chases him. And ramps off of the guy's patio, like flying through the air. It's just just a lawnmower, remember? <laughs> and crashes like right into the guy, and then it cuts out. So there's no, there's it's no clearly real, mulched him though. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's no real gore in this movie, but it was so funny just seeing this floating, it was awesome. floating lawnmower ramp through the sky. It's like this is kind of supposed to be a horror movie. At least this part of it is, because mm -hmm. it's going around killing all the townsfolk or whatever. But it's so comically stupid. It's a lawnmower. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> scary about it. Uh, and the, the last death that I want to mention is is the bees. The bee. uh, <laughs> bees. Bees? <laughs> Bet you didn't expect us to start talking about death by bees in this death movie. By, but I want bees. <laughs> but I want bees. Beads? <laughs> bees. So, uh, so Job wants to break back into the, into the VR facility. Uh, which is run by some weird nefarious guys who you don't really know what they're doing, and they they run their facility in the most bizarre way because I, I honestly can't even explain it. Like, it's, I, it's like uh, they're just a science lab. So I remember they're 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 tampering around with virtual reality and whatnot. But it looks like some sort of really weird, depressing, drab like concrete bunker military thing where all the walls on the inside are just concrete slab. Everything just looks depressing and gray, mm -hmm. but it's like, why wouldn't it just look like a normal <laughs> yeah. research lab of some kind? It looks, it looks like more of a military base kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. they have like all these military-like dudes. Like, and this, they just say it's just some private company who are looking into using VR to uh, enhance mental capabilities or whatever. But it's like a military bunker. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they're solving these problems. So Pierce Brosnan... Um, he's like, yeah, you know, I've got this guy to do telekinesis. And they're like, well, we better go get, go get this uh, expanded on immediately. And it's like, well, you know, we're kind of doing something new for humankind of all eternity. Maybe we can have more than like one day to test this. <laughs> no, we got to get this done yeah. right now. And it's like, this doesn't sound like a scientific facility at all. Science is slow testing and uh, mm -hmm. whatnot. So a lot of the, I don't, I don't, I, I definitely am not going to go into the politics of it all, but a lot of it makes no sense. Um, and so Job has to break in so he can use the ultimate virtual reality machine. And um, this is what I said uh, before, which is he, he says, you know, he's going to plug himself in and then he's going to be in over 5,000 databases. <laughs> and from there, uh, I'll be able to plug into the neural network. And by 2001, there won't be a single person who doesn't have Job in their, in their device. My birth cry will be the sound of every telephone on this planet ringing in unison. <laughs> like, that's yeah. his birth cry is... 
I do, your I, phone? I do. I do think we should talk about uh, a bit about like the nineties. Before we get nineties internet internet speak. No, I think we should get the bees out of the way and then jump over to that because get let's get the deaths out of the way. So they're breaking into this uh, military facility, and all the military guys got to stop them. So they line up. There's like and 20, instead of, str- like twenty of them. strategically, oh, it's gonna hit me at instead that. of oh. the military guys strategically like, placing themselves around the facility or around the entrance, they all the thirty of them, yeah, just like walk in a it's just, just a big, there. in a big group, just like all <laughs> in a like ten foot by ten foot span of each other, just marching down the driveway. Basically, like you can just imagine them going, hut, 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 <laughs> but they don't strategically place themselves. They just stand there and like in just one big group. So how does uh, Job decide to get past them? He releases the virtual bees on them. <laughs> it's again. I don't think any of us saw this coming upon no, the first view. No. Like it's so bizarre. Yes. And the only motivation he had to release bees is that the person driving him, the person driving oh, the Irish him, guy. <laughs> I want to talk about the Irish guy later. Uh, the person driving him had like a stuffed animal bee on his dashboard. Like out uh, of his yeah. truck, and that was it. So Job released a bunch. He, we've we've already established that he could have just mulched their brains. Like, yeah. really, at this point, he has super telekinetic, like godlike abilities. It seems like he could just shut off all of their brain activity yeah. just by snapping his fingers. But Job apparently likes to get very creative, and instead releases virtual bees mm-hmm. on them, which just look so bad. Ima- again, imagine the show reboot. Worse, way, way worse. worse, and a huge swarm of bees, and then the camera does like a close-up on one of the bees, and it has some cartoonish bee face that's kind of animated. And all of these actors, all the military grunts, they have to pretend like they're being attacked by a swarm <laughs> of bees, and it's all this horrible, maybe green screen surrounding them, and it just it's the worst. terrible. It's so it's so wacky and horribly executed at the same time. It was kind of incredible. I don't know if the, the description will do it mm-hmm. justice, but uh, it's 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 so funny. These when when Job goes off on it kind of goes crazy and just starts killing everyone, yeah. and it becomes more like a horror movie or at least more violent and. and and like this is a serious movie. None of this mm-hmm. is a comedy. I don't know if it's coming across that way, but every single death in this movie is hilarious. It is the, every single one. There's not a there's not a single one of it that you could take seriously. No, and there's he kills three guys by like I I don't know if it's like him disintegrating like their DNA, like where he he turns all the guys into like little bubbles little bubbles little bubbles yeah. oh yeah that little was weird little cgi bubbles cgi yeah and they, it's like they're still a guy but it's their 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 body is composed of bubbles of them and then they they just swirl around and disintegrate, disintegrate. and fly off he kills like three guys that way and yeah it's yeah, really weird he could do all these things but he decides to unleash virtual, virtual bees virtual on these military the grunts the bees i don't even know if they kill anyone they seem to just swarm he, them he the just chases them away cuz they're they're he's trying to I get i guess we never base. see what happens they run away them. But yeah, you're right. I guess they could die, but they kind of just all run and then mm. they get into the base after that. So, so you guys want to maybe make some money before we some money? Yeah, give me some. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch my motherfucking money. <laughs> oh man, that ICP episode, man. Oh, if you ever heard that, you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, you're missing out on the insane clown posse. <laughs> So this episode brought to you by Spicy Wipes, the only toilet paper seasoned with hot peppers. Oh, this for, sounds terrible. For cold buttholes. <laughs> for cold. This is the worst product I've ever heard of. I'm against have you guys, this. Have you guys ever found yourself unable to keep warm this cold, frigid winter season? 
Hmm? I have. Well, not anymore, fuckos, because Spicy Wipes has got you covered. Simply give a few wipes after your next bowel movement, and your asshole will burn so hot you won't have the will to notice anything else. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> every wipe I ever use is a Spicy Wipe. <laughs> spicy Wipes uses patented fast-acting hot pepper strains to warm your insides faster than you can say, ouch, my asshole. <laughs> you know, they say... The quickest way to a woman's heart is through her butthole. And with spicy wipes, you'll have her warmed up in no time. <laughs> so, so don't waste any more time and head on over to spicywipes.com and use the promo code SPICYMEN to save 10% off your next purchase. Real Remember, spicy wipes. don't get cold. Get spicy. Get spicy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was uh, my my wet wipe bills were through the roof, so uh, I bought some spray uh, a spray nozzle so I could just spray my normal toilet paper to make it wet. So uh, you have a nicer nicer wipe to avoid the spicy wipes. I'm against the spicy wipes uh, product. What do you have against keeping warm, Muller? Yeah. Unnecessary. <laughs> Unnecessary for me. Well, I'm glad we made some money from that. <laughs> Thank you, Spicy Wipes. Thank you, Spicy Wipes, for being a part of our being a part of our show. Uh, I hope you discontinue your product soon. Nobody <laughs> needs that. <laughs> uh, so we're done with the deaths, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I don't. I don't have any more deaths to uh, deaths to go over. I just. I just have a bunch of. I just have a bunch of great phrases, tech phrases oh, that they some. used well, in I this. Think, I think the only, just to get the, the, the main, the foundational problems and weirdities of this movie, is I could never figure out when, when Job goes crazy and he's full-on lawnmower man, uh, what, what exactly was his motivation? Because at first it seems like he's trying to kill all the people that wronged him or bad people in the community, but then he wants to hack into 5,000 databases, was it? Did you yeah. Say? Yeah, well, I guess the... Yes. So he wants to hack into... <laughs> I will not try to, to explain 5,000 databases and spread himself among the planet. The first and then it becomes like, is he talking about taking over the world? Like, where did this come from? Because seemingly, so. even when he went crazy and started killing people, he was still kind of a good guy just acting a bit irrationally. Like, he's still just killing people who've wronged him. Mm -hmm. But now he wants to just suddenly break into the databases. Because it's the future. The world. I got to mention about a database. Very, it doesn't... There was well, a leap that I, I didn't quite catch. I think what was happening there was he kept getting smarter and better and better and he couldn't get enough like when he he fries the cougar's brain he's like oh i went too far like he it became like an addiction and he kept getting smarter and stronger and i think he just eventually realized like i i'm not going to reach my full potential unless i go into cyberspace itself which he does at the end and because I guess that that became it was I guess he was craving more power. It's a weird. I think I what makes that know. hard to catch is that he very quickly goes from just a guy who's become very powerful and a good guy, but acting irrationally and killing the people mm -hmm. who's wronging him, to suddenly like I got to get into all the the data. Yeah, like I, I'm a god almost. Like that that yeah. change in his personality happened in probably in the span I'm gonna guess of like two minutes. It is it seemingly is weird. like that yeah. didn't that didn't feel like the movie built up to that. Let's no. talk about a database. <laughs> what it, what yes. is a database? So, a database is an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, it's just a spreadsheet that holds a bunch of data. <laughs> so an example of a database is like you mean it, that's one example of a database. That's one example. Yeah, no, an Excel spreadsheet is basically a, just a data. It, it's so an example of a, of a database is your contacts list on your phone. There's a name. There's a phone yeah. number. That's a database. 
well, where's all that stored? In an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> it's much. like maybe you, uh, maybe you, yeah, maybe you collect emails on your website. It's well, like, this, okay, we got their name and their email, and uh, that goes into the database, into the spreadsheet. This is one of <laughs> the like, really. It's going to be in over 5,000 databases. It's like, that's not 5,000 computers or, quote, mainframes, which is a really popular one. That's just Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the really entertaining things in this movie and a lot of other. Uh, 90s movies when internet was just becoming like a thing like you didn't like most people still didn't have it in their house or they had a really really primitive version of it mm -hmm. like a 56k thing uh, and just uh, movies and storylines and other media trying to capitalize on it and uh, but not having any understanding of how it works but just latching on to certain keywords that sound kind of internet-y or science-y yeah. I mean, the, 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 the line we always joke about is uh, hacking into the data mainframe. And it's, <laughs> the just data like, mainframe. it's just a bunch of jargon that someone said, that sounds like computer stuff. Yeah. And this movie's full of it. It's so fantastic. So yeah, so at one point, Pierce Brosnan is hacking into the databases, <laughs> into the mainframe, <laughs> and they go, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're, they're, tr they're trying to track him. It's like, I don't really know how you do that. Um, they, oh, there's, uh, he's intercepting a computer virus with triple key encryption codes. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah. What that? What the hell does that mean? Like, it's like I get what an encryption code is. It's like it's like you know, Da Vinci is. It's like remember the Prestige and all their notes are written in code, and then yeah. they have a cipher, a keyword that that unlocks. It's like, well, how do you have three keywords? What does that mean? Triple key and encryption code? What what the hell are you talking about? Like that would that would be uh, insane. Uh, yeah, and then uh, they use mainframe a lot. The mainframe will be totally isolated in two minutes. Yeah. Off the net. Main Off the net. <laughs> Mainframe's a classic one. Yeah, it's that word. It's so good. I think even uh, the GoldenEye video game, you have to protect Natalia yeah. when she's hacking the mainframe. Yeah. <laughs> and you can actually shoot the mainframes and blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes that it, game it, so it good. It was a thing that was prolific in a lot of uh, 90s, probably even early 2000s, like movies. Mm. Yeah, I think Jurassic just... Park has a little bit of it. Yeah, um, when the chick, when the young broad tries to hack into the, well, the security and, system. And specifically, uh, the visualization uh, was very similar to the visualization. So when they'd be on the computer looking at their servers or something <laughs> it would just be it would just be all these 3d pipes that yeah. they're zooming through it so always looks like a screen like an early like 2000s late 90s screensaver yeah like an, an, it's a 1998 the pipes yeah the windows saver. 95 98 like screensaver. that's exactly what it looks like and they're always just zooming through it and i'm pretty sure jurassic park had a very similar visualization and i'm, I'm going like is this what you think a computer is like it's just i get the idea of saying you know a series of tubes uh, yeah. or whatnot, but it's <laughs> it's this isn't any way to interact with this. This is no. a, it's just so bizarre. What is it? so it? I always thought this was interesting. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I would always see you know FBI uh, interface. They're <laughs> logging in or all these interfaces, and uh, I found out later that there's just a whole subsector of animation companies that just make oh, these awesome. interfaces. Because I remember saying like, I've never seen that computer interface that's not doesn't look like my windows or linux or macintosh this is something else what is that and it's like it's not anything <laughs> they just yeah. animated it and made it up and i think i bet a couple of those guys are just having a laugh like yeah you know, do they have I, to I make put anything in here yeah i could put anything in here do, do they have to pay licensing fees if they show windows on it or something like isn't Probably. that a free ad most definitely they would have to pay for it to be there I was watching, um, but 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 it's like a it's a free ad. It's just like so Coca Cola is going to pay free, would, they free would, exposure. They would still have to have the yeah. company's approval. Sure, probably, maybe. 
I don't know. I don't know exactly. Like, I was watching a, sh- a, a newer show last night, um, like a Swedish show, that they were clearly holding iPhones, like what looked like an iPhone, but it was a fake interface. It wasn't quite the it iPhone quite iOS. It's called like the J phone or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, and it was like Pi phone. I thought that too, and I was like, why? I guess they just didn't get permission or the money. I, I don't know how that works, but I, they can't just use it. I guess it's kind of stupid, but yeah. So. <sighs> Uh, do you have any other? I, I, I've basically. Well, I think this this through. whole this whole movie. It seems like what, what what did you say the original title for it was? Cyber God. Like Cyber Dog or something. Cyber, um, Cyber Dog. It seems like they wanted to make an entire movie just based around the CGI technology at the time because this was pre Jurassic Park before it, that became <clears throat> somewhat better and and more easily integrated or more better integrated into. The, live action movies this seemed like a movie they're like oh my god someone showed me this crappy like computer animation we we could make some kind of movie about this about some cyber like hacker man it seems like that was their only motivation to yeah. make this movie was just capitalizing on just shitty computer animation that was out at the time um yeah and, and again it, it's it this movie hit that uh, 90s idea of what the interweb or virtual reality was. And that, that's what makes it... Well, a they keep talking about funny. how it's going to be... It's the next step and virtual reality holds the key to yeah. the evolution of the human mind. And that's all part of that. They, they kept saying that, but then they, they're also injecting them just with chemicals. It's yeah, like, well, isn't it the chemicals? It's probably that's the chemicals. It's probably, <laughs> they inject Job with chemicals and then he starts moving things. And I'm like, okay, that isn't... It's def, telekinesis is definitely an evolution. But what... <laughs> What's the virtual reality have yeah. to do with that? Yeah. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. It sounds like they just slammed. Maybe they just had the idea with the chemicals, and they just slammed the VR thing mm-hmm. in there because it was topical. It was just a good keyword for them to throw in their movie. Uh, yeah, the the the, the net and, and virtual. There's a reality. good ten minutes of uh, full VR world animation. By the way, I looked on YouTube, and yeah, there's probably. a there's a clip that's all the VR scenes. Uh, and it's, That'd it's be 10 awesome. minutes. It's pretty, uh, pretty horrifying. So, yeah, I was thinking, though, as a kid, if I had seen these horrifying VR scenes, I would have really remembered them. And in, in, I probably would have liked the movie just because of that. Because as a kid, you just anything that's animated, I remember seeing it as a, love. I remember yeah. seeing it as a kid and I don't remember loving it, but I don't remember thinking like, what a piece of garbage. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it seemed normal. You like that, like that CGI animation didn't seem like, what the fuck is like, this looks horrible. Like mm-hmm. it, it was just, you know, yeah, it's a movie. I was a kid, mind you, so my standards were pretty fucking low. So the overall theme of this movie is, you know, uh, it's it's meant to flip you, flip your expectations. You think Job's a retard? Well, society's the real retard. <laughs> and, and then he gets them all back. So again, just undermining ourselves entirely, trying to do the affirmative action, and uh, yeah. you get a retard on the screen, but it's but in the end, the, you give a retard some power, and he'll he'll screw up your whole world. And it's like it's actually much more offensive, uh, even even mm-hmm. you know even by my standards, that's a pretty offensive thing to say. So shame on you, uh, conservative liberals, for trying to push that. <laughs> We should say the VR headsets in this movie looked <laughs> looked shockingly like exactly like the VR headsets yeah. coming out today. Like like the same size. I mean, I guess it's gonna like they're gonna have the same idea. It's just a thing you strap to your eyeballs. But it was like the same size. It was mm-hmm. very basic similar. Shape. It looked exactly like like the HTC Vive or whatever it's called. It looked exactly like it. They kind of uh, hit that one on the head. Like they nailed it. <laughs> 
well, pretty great. You, know, well, you can give the liberals credit for something. <laughs> the Japanese release was called Virtual Wars. Virtual boys. Virtual wars. Virtual boys. Virtual boys. Virtual boys. Even though there's, there's virtual. nothing resembling Don't a war search that no. in Google. the movie at all. <laughs> no, but they had that virtual reality. They were uh, they were ahead of the game there, guys. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Um, should we talk about the Irish? Yeah, I want to give a quick nod as we get close here to my favorite character in the movie. So Job, he, he works before he gets super smart and, he, and he's just a retarded boy mowing lawns. He works for a landscaper, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pastoral greenery, which is actually another nod to the story, the original story. Okay. So that's the other similarity. So the landscaper is like one of the only one of the only people in his his life that kind of treat that treats him good or whatever. But what I love about him is that he this this actor just jumps in and out of a cartoonishly Irish accent. Yeah. Like sometimes he had it, sometimes he didn't. Well, sometimes yeah. it was not quite. Just all over the and board. We this both, guy never talked the same. We both noticed it at the same time. I think it <laughs> yeah. was in like the third scene he was in. We both kind of were like, "Wait, what? Is, it was, is he Irish?" It was like, something he said like almost resembled like a cliche line, a like, "Oh, I'd like I'd like to get my hands on her pot of gold." Like it was yeah. just like <laughs> so like hilarious, and it was just great. It was purely the. Oh, actor. he's talking about the cougar lady. Yeah. Then, right. Yeah. Yeah, we were making a bunch of jokes about that, about uh, what he, what what he might say uh, yeah. alongside. Yeah, at the end of her rainbow. Yeah, hands on her lucky charm. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just so like sometimes he just talked like a normal, just yeah. like American dude, and then every now and then it was the most cartoonishly <laughs> Irish, like stereotypical accent. That's pretty it was awesome. Awesome. That was my favorite character. Yeah. yeah. Do we well, talk about the 1984 room or no? Okay. Uh, it was it, pretty funny, it's, but it's so it's really weird. This this again, this company is just just a research company. They're trying to sell VR machines or whatever the fuck they're doing, and they have yeah. this military base. And the head, like the CEO of this company, it's just a regular company yeah. before they start I don't know, doing whatever. Uh, they're like conference room, which is only ever has one guy in it. It also has a giant. It also has a giant TV screen where like huge, the, yeah, the like a hundred and twenty. It's like the inch. whole wall. It's like yeah. yeah, it's the whole wall where it's the head of the company talking to his probably the CEO or whatever. But the whole screen is just the guy's face. Like yeah. you can see nothing but the guy's face. And it's like this, and and the rest of the room is like dimly lit. It sounds exactly like that that propaganda videos they would they described in 1984. <laughs> yeah, it's just this <laughs> guy no this talking like, at you. It's just this weird, yeah. like depressing, dystopian <laughs> 1984 room in the. We'll have to rewatch the theatrical release to see if they <laughs> cut some of that out. And the funniest part is like the, the most of the time, yeah, there was just one guy in there, and they have it set up where. There was never, he's more never than looked, one and he's never looking at the guy. It's always like it's clearly they just he they just filmed he just face. spoke dialogue into a camera and they filmed his face and then put it put it on the yeah. wall. Like, but he never actually looks in the direction. He's just looking straight ahead oh. all the time. I okay, think that's what gave so it. Funny. That's what gave it that 1984 look because it was just like a generic head yeah. spouting dialogue just straight in front of the camera, <laughs> not looking at anyone in particular. <laughs> so good. It's really weird. Well, anyway, I'm bored. The argument is this is not really like people. People have forgotten about this movie. It's just a forgettable 90s movie. But this actually deserves to be a notable uh, So Bad It's Funny movie. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a great, hilarious watch. Let's add it to the list. And, uh, and that, folks, is The Lawnmower Man. You're welcome. Yay. Congratulations. You guys did it. Uh, All right. Smell you later. I only got hit by the stick twice today, so I didn't say like a lot. Yeah. Pretty good oh, job. Yeah. We need to get one of those, like, uh, those long tasers. 
Because I, I don't feel like you getting a tap in the knee every now and then. The ones where it's like not, a cattle prod? That the ain't where it fixing anything. <laughs> what do you mean? How is that not fixing anything? I hardly said it like at all. No, no, because it's not a real like uh, disincentive. I mean, you're saying that as a theory, but it yeah. literally is working right now. It's nah. like, let me tell you this theory about what you've already proven, and I just, it's just a theory. It's got to be, it's got to be, be more of a severe punishment. Okay, Perhaps I'm getting out of here. I'm going to go punish myself All right. in the bedroom. I'm with the spicy wipes. Right. So long, losers. Get out of here. Right.